Hello and welcome to See What We See with Lauren and Martin. My name is Lauren Cashin. I'm the Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association and I'm here with my co-host Martin LeBeau, Deputy Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association. Well, I'd like to welcome our guest today, Don Marentet. He's the Director of First Aid Programs, uh, Prevention and Safety at the Canadian Red Cross. And today we want to talk about using digital devices and the stress and strain that people put on people's eyes. The Red Cross distributes quite a bit of information about this. So we thought we would have a little discussion back and forth with Don and find out what the Red Cross has to say. And uh, Martin and I will throw our two cents worth in too. So Don, um, before we get started about the topic, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and what you do at the Red Cross? Yeah, hey guys, uh, nice, nice to be here today. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, I'm the uh, director of first aid education programs with the Canadian Red Cross. Uh, we, you know, we have programs that uh, that engage all audiences from four or five years old right through to uh, you know 100 years old and everything in between. Uh, really interested in helping people create safe environments through education. So eye health is is an important piece of what we do and part of the part of the conversations that we have in our classrooms uh, right across the country in, in both languages. We have about I think it's about 850,000 that we trained last year uh, across the country, and there's a considerable amount of people in Ontario that, that we work with. So, yeah, I'm super excited to be here with you and to have a conversation around, around eye health. Hi, Don. It's uh, Martin. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about the programs that you guys are, are talking about these days when it comes down to, to the eyes. I mean, the programs can range anywhere from a one-hour lunch and learn specifically around a subject, and maybe it's eye health. Uh, right up to, you know, four-week programs on entry-level paramedicine programs we call emergency medical responder and sort of everything in between. Um, so, again, like eye health specifically would be embedded into any of those programs, um, all of them. Um, but the, the lunch and learns are the ones that are becoming the most popular because people are accessing them when they want to, um, as opposed to us telling them a uh, particular program they have to sit through kind of thing. So, yeah, we can we can have conversations with um, with Ontarians on any subject, really, um, providing, helping them create safe environments through first aid education is, is exactly what we're trying to do. And if someone comes to you and says, hey, I, I find that we get a, I get a lot of strain after a number of hours working on my computer, what do you tell them? One of the things that, I, that often will, people will ask and will put, provide some is around that strain is night mode. Is getting through the day, spending a lot of time on, on a, using a device, or um, nowadays, especially with COVID, every a lot of things on Zoom, a lot of a lot more screen time we're finding. So people are, are, are like you just described, experiencing some strain. And one of the things we tell them, there's a couple of things. One, I would ask you first, uh, night mode on their device. Is there is there value in that? Is that is that a good suggestion to you know as the day goes on? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, well, night mode um, with a lot of these digital devices, it, it basically does two things. Number one, it dims the screen a little bit, assuming that you're in a darker area. So it makes it a little easier on your eyes so you're not sitting here with a really bright screen in a dark room. The other thing when, when you put it to night mode or night shift, you might notice that your screen yellows just a little bit. And that's a blue filter. That's, uh, there, the device is, fo is trying to filter some blue light. When it comes to blue light in the eyes, we know that um, we need blue light to function properly. It, it, it tells us when to wake up. It tells us when to go to sleep. Um, the biggest source of blue light is the sun. 
and it's extremely important to wear the proper sunglasses. When it comes to blue light coming off digital devices, it, there's kind of two schools of thought and the science is evolving. A few years ago, the science was telling us that aside from sleep issues and things like that, which some people now say just the bright light period is causing some sleep issues. You, that's why they say no screens in the bedroom. But, but they were saying that there was damage being done to the macula, you know, the central part of the, the retina. And so like with most science, it seems to evolve. And we can see peer-reviewed uh, papers uh, one year that say there is damage. And then more recently, in the last couple of years, we're seeing more research being done on this. And there's papers um, out that say there is no damage when it comes to the digital devices because of the, um, the amount that's coming off. So when it, what's, what's a consumer to do? The best thing to do is to speak to your eye care professional, let them educate you the pros and cons. And some people anecdotally we hear who have been wearing blue filters seem to be more comfortable with their blue filters and they don't seem to care what the science is saying anymore. So what, for whatever reason, they're, they're feeling some comfort. So that's basically what a night shift does. It, it kind of dims things down for you. So can't hurt anything. It probably is a little more soothing on the eyes. Uh, yeah. One of the other things you guys might be experiencing as well um, is the, the, the ergonomic position uh, when we're at our workstation or we're on our device. And, and often what we tell people is sort of an arm's length away um, gives you that, you know, a couple of feet away from the, from the screen. Uh, and as far as the height goes, what's your recommendations for that? For the, like, is there one? That's the so one thing we don't add. No, I'm just look on Zoom calls, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, well, yeah. some of us are wearing those bifocals, uh, and especially if the computer is set lower, for, for people to be able to see it properly, that's why they need to move the position of their head up a little bit to be able to focus properly. So there's definitely different ways to go about that. There, I mean, there's specific lenses like tools that will help you uh, focus easier because they are set up for your computer. Uh, but if, if, if you don't have that or the opportunity, then it's definitely either um, putting your chair higher or your screen a little bit lower on purpose so that way your line of sight is going uh, downhill uh, and makes it a lot easier for people to see. And it's as well, it's not as hard on your back and your neck because if you put your chin up all day long, at the end of the day, you're just tired and it puts that much more strength on everything and you feel the stress building up back there, right? Those are things that people need to sit down with the people that fit their glasses with their opticians. Uh, so really to get the proper fit for them and the proper measurement according to how their workstation are set up. I, I'd like to add on to some of the things Martin said, because I agree wholeheartedly with what he said. So when you do go to your, your optician, like Martin said, have that discussion, but go in with your measurements, your workstation. So measure from your eye to your screen. So you can tell us how many inches, because you know, we have those guys who like to sit right back in their chair, like they're half asleep. And then you get the people who, you know, their, uh, their faces are in the, um, right on their screen. So it requires different lens powers to give you different focal distances. And like Martin said, if you're sitting too low, you're going to be searching for that intermediate power on your progressive multifocals and sit there with your chin up in the air 
socially not doing well because you look like a snob and also all that fatigue Martin talked about. So there is a lens, uh, there's workstation lens, computer lens, there's many things, uh, they're called different things. So the basic premise of these are with your normal progressives, when you look through the top, you're looking far away. When you look through the very bottom, it's for reading, let's say 18 inches away. And in the middle is your computer screen and things out, like you mentioned, arms length and that, things like that. So this lens has no distance vision, basically. So the lens pretty much progresses from intermediate or arms length, let's say, depending on what you figured out, vision, and then progresses down to the bottom where you have your reading prescriptions. So you can look at your copy, look at your screen without lifting your chin. And hopefully at the end of the day, you don't have all that stress <clears throat> because you're, you're, you're set up properly. The, the message here is one pair of glasses does not do all jobs properly. You know, in today's world, we work at so many distances and heights that um, <clears throat> it's important that we have the proper glasses. Someone else who doesn't have a real problem with reading or they don't have to use a lot of copy might just get a pair of single vision lenses set for that distance that you told your optician. I sit back 32 inches from my screen. I want a big wide field. So you could get a pair of single vision lenses that would give you that focal distance. So, so there are remedies and that's where, again, we're opticians, uh, where we would say see your optician because they're the experts in figuring out these types of issues. Thank you for listening to part one of our conversation. There's a lot more content coming your way, so stay tuned for part two. Thank you for listening to See What We See with Lorna Martin. Be sure to follow us across our social media pages so you never miss an update or an episode. You can find us on Twitter at OOA underscore Frontline. On Facebook and LinkedIn, we are Ontario Opticians Association. Follow us on Instagram at Ontario Opticians Association. That's all one word. We look forward to seeing you again on See What We See with Warren and Martin. Take care and stay safe.